Welcome to Too Old for This Podcast, Episode 6, Captain Sparklefinger Reviews. We're going to get to talk all about Captain Sparklefingers. Shazam! On Nerd and Up Nerd, let's start the show. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> What's up, my friend? What up, Kev? <laughs> um, <laughs> are, are you ready to review? Shazam! Uh, I sure am. I sure am, man. <laughs> this is this movie is probably it might be. I don't know, man. It's definitely my top five favorite superhero films of all time. Oh, it, not, it just, might, not just not just DC. No, no superhero films. It might even crack my top ten all time films because like. Outside of it being a superhero film, yeah. um, it is such a fun family movie that reminds me of like just an adventure movie like like Goonies, obviously. It, yes. It, we've, we've heard a lot of this in the promotion, but it's absolutely true. Like, that, that is definitely one of the biggest comparisons, and I'm also hearing big, and yeah. uh, there, there's even a little Easter egg in yeah, there they, for big. They, de- they definitely intentionally remind you of big in this movie. Yeah. They take, they take a scene right at a big and, and throw it in this movie basically. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but for me, big wasn't the, wasn't the main example that I was coming to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely, definitely familiar, but just fully in that, that genre, that, that, that era of filmmaking. Um, and you don't get the impression really from the trailers because, this movie is so much about the family. It's about Shazam's family. Yeah. The ama- the amazing it's, sorry, cast. It's about Shazam. It's family. Damn, I did it already. Yes, <laughs> I, I broke the rule already. <laughs> okay, so just 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 to just to fill people in, if you're listening, uh, we we we're not supposed to say Shazam during this episode. <laughs> We, it's, uh, a rule, it's a rule that we made just between ourselves. Yeah, there's no reason for it. We're gonna try just for the for shits and giggles. <laughs> but yeah, go on. You were saying? Um, I I mean, God, where to start? Um, yeah. people have been people compare it to Richard Donner's Superman a lot. I I definitely feel that vibe because there's some great um orchestral scoring, um that that um. That hits that same kind of that, that same kind of note. There's some great, just just classic superhero, like like a lot of movies that make fun of superheroes now, and, and this is a common thing, right? Like mm-hmm. jo- jokes about superheroes in the movies. Um, um, they they make fun of like just uh, typical superhero tropes, just like slow motion shots and you know like heroic moments and like Superman's like hero landing that Deadpool makes fun of and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in my opinion, you can't like completely throw all that out. You've got to legitimately, sincerely use some of those tropes to make this a legitimate superhero movie for me, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you've got to find a way to be funny, to be um, irreverent about it, but still work it in and be like, oh, yeah, that's cool when you do use it. Mm-hmm. And and man, do they pull that off in... in, in Shazam! Captain Sparklefingers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, what can I say? It's funny. Yep. Um, it it's 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 emotional. Like I, another thing about this movie, I haven't I haven't mentioned yet, is the emotional roller coaster of the story. Um, Captain Sparklefingers 
Um, honestly, honestly, to me, has one of the darkest origin stories of mm. any DC character that and. And I don't even know that that makes sense. Honestly, I'm having like an internal debate with myself okay. because when you think you think about Batman's origin story, maybe it's just the fact that we've seen it so many times. Mm. But but when I see uh, Martha and Thomas Wayne gunned down in front of young Bruce Wayne, I don't, as an audience member, feel like shocked by that at mm. all. Right. Right. Uh, the, the, but but with um, Captain Sparklefingers. Uh, <laughs> With his origin story, um, it, it, arguably the events aren't quite as shocking, but it's depressing. It's <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. To me, are we going to touch? Like, in... I, I almost I almost jumped out of my seat. Spoiler alert! Okay, yeah, we're going to jump in the spoilers because his alert. mom is basically fucking white trash. I almost jumped out <laughs> right? of my seat. Yeah. Kevin. Okay. Is, like we're supposed to buy. Like at first, I thought this was bad writing. Okay, yeah. I, I, because I was like, "You, you expect me to buy this? You expect me to buy? Like this is what happens." Uh, uh, Billy Batson is three years old. He's at the fair with his mother. Yeah. They're ha- they're having what appears to be not such a terrible day. She seems a little bit stressed out, but like, uh, but we don't get any indication that they're that they're in some terrible situation. Yeah, right. And then. Um, basically Billy accidentally gets lost in the crowd at the fair and he drops she, his MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> she wins him a, um, uh, fucking compass compass, right? Fair, he yeah. drops it, right? Because she, she says she, she to, him, to him, and says, uh, what'd she say? Uh, this, this will always lead you'll you always home be able to something? find your way home. You'll be able, always yeah. be able to find your way home with right. this. So in his mind, like this is like, something he's got to hold on to the rest of his life. Right. So he drops it and yeah. he immediately runs to pick it up. He gets lost in the crowd and then that's it. He yeah. never sees his mother again. Yeah. His, his mother doesn't find him. The police don't find his mother. He ends up in the orphan system. Yeah. Somehow he ends up going from, from group home or some from foster home to foster home. Yeah. After and just the idea, especially I maybe because I'm a new dad, maybe because I, I have a 12 month old, like just the idea that a mother could raise a kid to the age of three and then walk away from him was so unbelievable to me yeah. that I meet that I immediately thought bad writing. I, I like a, it was five minutes into the movie and I was like, okay, I was shocked. I was yeah. I, w- I almost jumped out of my chair and because first of all, young Billy Batson, three year old Billy Batson is such an adorable little kid. Yeah, like he's such a such a heartbreaking little face on that kid. <laughs> And it is such a moving, it is such a gut wrenching, it tears your heart out. Yeah. This moment where this kid gets lo- loses his mother yeah. and, and is like alone in the world all of a sudden for like seemingly no reason. I, I, I made myself kind of sit back at this point and I told myself, okay, they're going to explain this later in the movie, right? There's going to be some, some evil intervention that, that swept his mother away that prevented her from finding him. There's going to be something we don't know that is revealed to me later. Yeah. Turns out, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> Another big spoiler alert. Yeah. He, fi- he finds her in in the beginning of the third act or the end of the second act, probably. Um, and, yeah, third, probably yeah. and she's got no excuse. Yeah. 
she's just like, I was young, I was 17, I didn't, I couldn't take care of you, I saw you with the police after they found you, and I thought they could take care of you better than I could. This, this was a really tough nut for me to swallow. Um, like, at this point in the movie, when he, when he's, when he meets his mother, finally, and, and she tells all this to him, I had an angry reaction, I wanted him to change into Shazam and punch her. Like, (laughs) I really, really felt that way. Like I hated his mother, right. and and I and I see how like this is actually like uh, it makes sense as an origin story because it makes sense how this this helps him bond with his new foster family. This yeah. the the realization that his mother is not is not ever going to take him back and. So and, just a flashback to what you just said. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Um, if he transformed into uh, Shaz, oh, sorry, Shazam! <laughs> See, I did it twice already. Yeah, you did. You it <laughs> it's all. Good. But if he if he did if he did transform into him and punch his mom, wouldn't that be abusing his powers? And then we learn that that he's not supposed to do that at the beginning with um, the doctor, or whatever his name was. I'm drawing a blank on Mark Strong's character's name because remember he led into temptation. Remember. Right at the um, beginning, I, so we I, didn't I, we I, didn't really talk about that yet. You know what? You know what? I didn't really get the impression that there are any negative um, uh, cat- uh, consequences to yeah. to abusing to the power. Captain Sparkle Fingers abusing power. You yeah. know what? Honestly, I, this is what I want to talk about as well. Like the the story of this um, of 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 uh, Captain Sparkle Fingers. Um, <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If you could be quicker on that drop. Yeah, uh, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just giggle every time you say Captain uh, Sparkle Fingers, so that's uh, why I'm so slow on it. So yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm entertaining you. Uh, <laughs> the No. Okay, so anyway, um the the, the story of, of uh the uh, the lore of the character anyway is that um it's it's a magical it's a magical power first of yeah, all yeah. it's it's not, it's not like some weird science based thing wizardry like is what we learn yeah, yeah, he's because right. he's a wizard right um that where he get um Shazam! the original wizard right that is the wizard's <laughs> yeah, name, name okay right? so. so that that's the key so uh Kathy sparkle figures gets his power from the wizard yeah. by saying the wizard's name and the point is the wizard is a guardian watching over the evil of the universe like yeah. the greatest evil of the universe i guess the seven deadly sins the seven deadly sins who are seven magical creatures yeah. just who are represent the seven sins just like the biblical version yeah. um and they're they're actually characters they all like walk and talk that they're done in cgi and I, it looks like to me claymation. I'm not sure. Yeah, it did kind of have that feel, eh? A little like bit. It, it felt a little bit like Ghostbusters, but, like yeah, but better, like, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so the so the whole deal is the wizard is protecting the Earth from the seven deadly sins. He keeps them imprisoned in the Rock of Ages, um, and the Rock wizard of ages. <laughs> there used to be seven wizards, mm-hmm. uh, but but back in the day. Um, uh, uh, another character who they mention, who we don't actually see in this movie, who I think we know is Black Adam. Yeah. Um, uh, unleashed the seven deadly sins on the world and ended up killing the six other wizards. Right. Um, so the one wizard uh, whose name is Shazam! 
is left to protect the world against seven deadly sins, but he's going older. He's losing his power. He needs to choose a champion to pass his powers on to, to be the new protector it's, of the world. It's funny. Cause when I first saw the trailer for this film, huh? I actually thought that was uh Louis Guzman, whatever his name is. <laughs> oh, really? It looked like him to the me. Wizard? But yeah, yeah. But it was, um, what's his name? Diamond. The guy from his name, Jamon Hutsu. Is that how you pronounce it? I thought for some reason it was G- uh, Demon or something ah, like that. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but yeah, I, the, I feel like it's supposed to be pronounced Diamond or Demon okay. or something like that. Demon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. The wizard was pretty funny. I thought mm-hmm. uh, it was, it, everybody in this. The cast is so fantastic in this movie. Like yeah. I, I just want to say um, we'll we'll get there, but we're still talking about uh, the origin story. So. Um, the, the 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 whole deal is the the wizard is searching for years and years and years because he has to find somebody who is pure of heart because because the seven deadly sins will try to tempt anyone yeah. uh, by offering them their power and anything they want in exchange for setting them free. Yeah. Um, so only someone who's pure of heart who can resist the temptation of seven deadly sins can be the champion. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but um, in the course of this movie, Dr. Savannah, mm-hmm. who, who uh, as a child was brought to the Rock of Ages and tested by the wizard, whose Shazam! name is. And Dr. Savannah failed the test. He wasn't pure of heart. Yeah. So he spends the rest of his life trying to find the Rock of Ages and get back there. He does. He sets the seven deadly sins free. And this, of course... Uh, further weakens the wizard. So the wizard who is now dying, basically, because his power level is almost gone, he pulls Billy Batson in, and instead of giving him the test like everyone else he has done for years to see if he's pure of heart, he just says, you're all I have left. Yeah. Say my name. (laughs) Which Which I think you you could see as maybe a major flaw in the story, but I, I don't know... Like, we didn't address it too much, honestly, no. as a point in, in the film, right? Like, we've gone against the whole point of the origin of this character. And supposedly, like the Goonies, you would expect, or like sorry, like the Gremlins, don't feed them after midnight. Yeah. Like, you, you wouldn't put that in the movie unless there were going to be bad consequences, right? Right. So, so, like you said, maybe there should be something like, if you misuse your power, you lose it, something like that. Yeah, but we but we didn't really get that right um, allowed in the movie, and it, it it turns out that Billy Batson appears to be pure of heart and untemptable, uh, but uh, it's not really explicitly spelled out. Uh, so um, you could call it a flaw. You could say maybe it's just a convenient thing that's overlooked and works out okay. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't really slow down the movie. It doesn't really pull me out of the movie, honestly. Um, such a fun movie. Yeah, holy crap. No, it really was. Uh, okay, so we we talked about the origin. Now let's talk about the, um, I guess the bulk of the film. Like um, um, some, let's get into spoilers. Let's just talk. Spoilers. We already have. But yeah, maybe. yeah, you're right. You're right. So, um, okay, so he uh, he finally ends up with this family. Yeah, right. This foster this foster family who, by the way, are the heart and soul of this movie. Like mm-hmm. this cast is fantastic. These these the, he's got I think five. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, it's five. Uh, five five, five foster, foster siblings. Yeah. They're they're all foster kids in this group home. Um, the parents in this group home were foster kids themselves. Yeah. They're very they're very loving 
They're very loving family, and they're very great cast. Like they all have a couple of lines each, but they all like feel like real people. They all feel like real kids yeah. that you would know, that you know in your own life, and you like them all. You you want to spend time with this family. Yeah. So when they're put in danger, you immediately feel uh, the impetus. Yeah. 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 For yeah. Sure. Um, and of course, um, in in the finale of the film, we get what most most. Um, fans of Captain Sparkle Fingers uh, are, are expecting we get the Shazam family. Yeah, uh, all of his siblings uh, become uh, superheroes themselves. Which the I, final. yeah, I honestly didn't see that coming. Um, I, I actually really liked that. I thought that was great. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, right. No, it was really cool. Um, yeah, and it's and, a go on. It's a reason to me that this film is so perfectly placed at this moment in time, yeah. because the, the the whole point of this film is to me, um, it's just the fantasy of a kid. Like your your fourteen year old kid, what other fantasy would you have? Like what greater fantasy thing could you have than saying a magic word like, Shazam! and then suddenly you're Superman and yeah. you can take you can, you can take on any problem, right? That's the really the whole point of this film, and to me. Um, this film is perfectly timed because we're so far into the era of comic book movies, superhero movies, that we automatically enter into this world now with very little effort to suspend our disbelief, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the movie just starts talking superhero this, superhero that, and it, it doesn't really pull us out anymore. We don't go, oh, there's superheroes in this world? Yeah. We just we just know that. We're used to watching that now, right? Yeah, it was kind of cool that they addressed uh, that there are like um, like he had Batman paraphernalia uh, yep. throughout the entire film. Um, we saw the Batman symbol. We saw Superman symbol. Uh, he Aquaman. uses he uses he uses the batarang yes. in a fight. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing that I don't know if you noticed, but uh, one of the things that I wanted to uh, talk about is um, okay. So the uh, the 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 stock footage, okay, of them going to school. Now they always they showed like the outside of the school that they attended, and yeah. I noticed that they used the same stock footage twice in a row. Oh, the same shot. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this is the film nerd to me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for some reason, my eyes fixated on the on a little girl who was walking up to her friends because she had a Batman symbol on her backpack. Right. And I, and so anyways, this little girl walks up to her friends and she hugs one of them. And then, you know, the bell rings and they, and then they flashed her in school. Yeah. I noticed a scene later when they went back to the school, they used the exact same footage. That's interesting. I'm going to yeah. have to rewatch it. Yeah. If you watch it, yeah. If you watch it again, keep an eye out for that. It's, and it's very distinctive because the girl is wearing yeah. a backpack with a Batman symbol on it. So cool. yeah, keep an eye out for that. But again, this is the film there to me. This is the stuff I look yeah. for. Yeah. Um, you know he, what? I, I, you just reminded me though. Like mm -hmm. I, I was also, also impressed by all the supporting characters in the school. Like this, the, the school, the yeah, school the is bullies. like, uh, an important set in the show, in the movie that we keep going back there. And, uh, even those characters came across as real to me, yeah. which normally, normally in a movie like this, I feel like they go over the top. They're a little bit slapstick. They're not realistic, yeah. but, um, and they are a little bit over the top, but, uh, I, I felt like they were all real. Like I felt like these all could be kids that yeah, I would know. Sure. Really. Yeah. My only beef. And again, this is not a nitpick, <laughs> but, um, realistically, all those kids wouldn't be in the same school. 
right? right because their age, their age differences. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not nitpicking. I'm just pointing that out. But uh, I did think of that while I was watching it. It, because, it felt like it felt like it was an elementary school and a junior high. Yeah, in the, and, in the same and a building. high school because the kid was 15. Right. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, yeah. um, there was that one part when the little girl hugs him in the hallway, and I was like, "What the hell is she there? <laughs> Aren't right. they in high school?" <laughs> Right, right, right. right. So, but anyways, yeah. Uh, again, there actually, there actually is a moment like near the end, in the end of the movie, mm-hmm. when um, Freddie, uh, the the basically the the main sidekick, uh, uh, foster brother, yeah. um, he's eating lunch in the cafeteria, and all of his siblings show up and eat with him, and he's like, "What are you all doing here?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he did. He doesn't say you don't go to this school. He says you have a different lunch period right, than right. me. So. I think almost kind of try to address that these that these kids shouldn't be in the cafeteria together, really. But, right, right. But um, yeah, a little Easter eggs throughout the movie. By the way, um, one of the ones that uh, I, I actually really liked was um, okay. So the film takes place in Philadelphia, and uh, there was remember when the kid was supposed to um, show up as Shazam at lunch, and yep. uh, and he didn't. So he yep. finds him, and he's like. Um, I guess on the same stairs as where Rocky was, and he's right. doing the the um, what was it? Lightning, lightning from my hands, lightning yeah. from lightning my hands, from my hand. <laughs> lightning, lightning from, from my, my hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> right. So in the be- in the beginning, we should say when when um, Captain Sparklefingers first gets his <laughs> powers. <laughs> But before he learns to be a superhero, he's just yeah. a fourteen-year-old kid with superpowers, basically, right? Yeah. So what does he what does he do? He he starts trying to use his powers to make money. Yeah, yeah. And he, right. well, he walk he basically goes busking, and he and he and he he uses his lightning bolts yeah. to like entertain people on the street and get money from them. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but that set you were talking, that scene you were, I'm sorry, that location you were talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, uh, I believe it's the Smithsonian, or it's a museum in Philadelphia where they had the Rocky statue. And, right, and, right, yeah. And it was featured in Rocky, and it's the staircase that he runs up, and yeah. and it's a big, big emotional moment. They used that that location a couple times in the movie. They did, yes. Uh, yeah, earlier in the film, he's uh, Freddie and Billy are sitting on those stairs, and mm-hmm. they're like, they're like, wow, the view is beautiful here. I see why Rocky did, put all that effort into running up these yeah. stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Another thing I wanted to point out is uh, film was uh, majority uh, filmed in Toronto. Yeah, that's true. Right? If, you, if, you, if you're from Toronto, you will feel – all these locations will feel very familiar to yeah, you. Yeah, except um, for that one, obviously, which was clearly shot in Philly. Right. <clears throat> and a um, lot of the, exterior the, the, shots, yeah. The, the stuff in the subway, the stuff yeah. on the highway, the, the Gardner Expressway. The, the mall yep. was um, uh, Woodbine Center. Right. And the school and uh, all the, like the, the houses, like it's all mostly shot in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I mean, that happens a lot these days. Toronto yeah. stands, Toronto stands in for most major cities in the world in the yeah. movies these days. Of course. Um, Cause, because we are Hollywood North. I don't know if you've heard yep. planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, but, but you were talking about the Easter eggs. Um, uh, I, something that that really pulled me in was that like how often they did really reference um, the other DC characters. Yeah, they absolutely. didn't. They didn't. They didn't reference any events really. They didn't really talk about anything from Batman versus Superman or Justice League specifically, yeah. like they did in Aquaman. Right. But but visually, you got the Batarang, which would look like the same Batarang from BV, BVS in that scene where where Bruce Wayne is, is recruiting the Flash. Right, the, that's you exactly get, you what get I was thinking when he that catches That slow-mo yeah. Batarang, yeah, yeah, it looks like that exact same Batarang, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? You get a bullet, 
he's uh, the kid has a bullet that yep. that that Superman was shot with once. Yeah, and I guess that could be any Superman film. Superman gets shot in any Superman yeah. film. But um, at big spoiler alert, there is actually a shot. I I, I don't even want to say it, but there is um, a kind of a cameo. Kind of a cameo. There is kind of a cameo yeah. from one of one of the, one of the major DC film characters that we've already mentioned. Might as well just say um, it. We already they, went they, into spoilers. They, they, but but the the real actor isn't play, like they don't they don't show his face. No, it's so, not the real actor. I don't I don't want to say it. It is actually the funnest. It is it's the very end of the film. It's a super fun moment that puts a great punctuation mark on the end of the movie. Yeah. And the point of it to me, the reason I wanted to reference it was only because it does pull in the extended DC universe yeah. and to me that was important because there's a lot of conversation online every time a DC movie succeeds now People say, does this mean that DC should end their connected universe and just do standalone films? Right. And it makes me it makes me so angry every time somebody says that. Yeah, right. Be- because you like people who want DC to fail, obviously, mm-hmm. would o- would only say that. Um, and it's clear to me that that DC films is not planning on doing that because in Aquaman they reference Justice League. In this movie, they clearly reference the the DC characters that we are already familiar with from the extended universe films. So, what mm-hmm. I, I I really love that, like Captain Sparkle Fingers or Shazam! Like, let me let me just say it. It stands alone, yeah, uh, head and shoulders above all the other DC extended universe films. Like I'm, I'm talking about from Man of Steel on, yeah. and I'm a big I'm a big Man of Steel fan. I love Man of Steel. Yeah, so but, do I. And I love Wonder Woman, and I love mm-hmm. Aquaman. I thought those were great films, great right. films. Yeah. I, but in my opinion, oh sorry, Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I was like, why are you pausing? You're like, wait, in, wait, wait, what? Yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> in my, okay, one more time. In my opinion, Shazam! <laughs> stands head and shoulders yeah. above all those other films. It really is something you have to see. Yeah. And I and and it really is a family film. You have to take if you okay. have a ten year old, if you have a kid anywhere from like like old enough to understand superhero films. From so like from the age of like five no, to like I, the like the age of like 16, they have to see this okay, movie. They let's talk about this for a second, actually. Because <laughs> this is one of the points that I want to, uh, to bring up and I actually forgot. Is I don't think it is a family film. It's, Why? It's, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Because okay. um, one of my friends went to go see it. And he brought his six-year-old son. And during the film, he got scared. So the mom took the kid out like so okay let's just go to the bathroom okay. uh, i'm not sure what scene it was that scared him okay right. but they went out to the bathroom and then they came back for the scene in the um in the office with the with the father right right and then as soon as that, like they I, released, I would say that's probably the scariest yes and right. one of the guys gets his head bitten off yeah <laughs> right well first it starts with one guy getting thrown out the window okay and then so one maybe, guy six, gets, maybe six is too young yeah maybe, and maybe so anyways they ended up leaving the film yeah because Aww. of that scene not Aww. the dad the dad stayed Aww. and watched the entire film i think they good. went and watched uh dumbo actually i think they said uh, well, that's so anyway good. yeah so 
just to yeah, just to like just okay. Throw maybe in there, six I, is too young. Yeah, I feel like they should have a warning, like maybe like ten and up. Maybe yeah. Right, because yeah, I think six might be a little too young. Uh, yeah. Seeing a guy get his head bitten off by a demon is a little. Uh... Yeah, I guess, I guess I forgot about that scene. Yeah, I forgot about that scene. But no, I um, I totally thought this was going to be very family friendly, like just based on the um the ads, right, the commercials and stuff. Like uh, it's like there's like pictures of like posters of him, like you know, like I think he's leaning against the wall reading a comic book and and blowing a bubble, right? If yeah. I remember correctly. So you would think, you know, based on you that, it's very colorful and kid friendly, right? But then you kind of like watch the movie and you're like, uh, should kids be watching this? You know, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. No, yeah, I, agree. I Besides that one scene, I can't think of like, okay, there's a decapitation. It's, it's, yes. um, it's like a monster biting a guy's head off, but that's in Jurassic Park. No, right? you're right, but a lot um, of kids probably can't handle that either, though. Yeah, that's that's you know true. I mean? so, that's true. Yeah. So maybe PG thirteen. Okay, maybe PG. Yeah, maybe PG thirteen. Uh, maybe PG. No, PG. I don't even think PG thirteen. I would say like I think kids like around the golden age of ten and up, I think can handle this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So, and to yeah. me, but and it, this movie really is about the importance of family, though. This yeah. Movie, no, I agree. It, I wanted to say another movie it reminded me of was Ant-Man because when I'm watching an Ant-Man movie, I always get this um, this feeling a few minutes in like, oh, yeah, this isn't like the other MCU films. This is a this is a movie about his family mostly. And it's and it's got a superhero story in it, basically. Right. right. That the, I got that same vibe from from um, Shazam! and. And um, but only better uh, because in Ant Man, in Ant Man, it doesn't really pull me in as much. I, I feel like maybe maybe because we're getting it from the from the point of view of a fourteen year old boy mm. instead of from, instead of from the father of the family, we're getting it from a kid in the family. Maybe the whole thing resonates with me more, or maybe I just like the family better. I don't know. Ant Man, the family's great too, but yeah. um, uh, it doesn't. It feels as like memorable it, it's as this family, though. I feel. Uh, yeah, I feel this family is a lot more memorable, but that's it's, just. The the yeah, family I, I, the family in Shazam! I'm talking about <laughs> yeah so okay yeah, and um, they are they are crucial they are crucial like it, yeah it is for like sure, for sure so enjoyable so much fun to watch yeah no it was, uh, I really dug this film too and um, before we like give uh, our our score uh, uh-huh. let's talk about those post credit scenes um, so I had to look up the uh, the mid credit. Right, so yep. I, I again, I never read the comic, so I did watch the show and stuff like that back in the day, and like the cartoon and stuff. But uh, I wasn't really familiar with what was his name, Wormbrain. I'm trying to blank. Yeah, no, I'm not familiar with him at all. Okay, I didn't, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, so, anyways, yeah, the whole scene, uh, the mid mid credit, where uh, he's talking to him in in the in the window, blah blah blah. Right. So, but anyways, and then the very final scene is uh him looking through the uh all you see is him looking at a goldfish in uh <laughs> through the um in um a goldfish whatever what you want to call it uh not an aquarium but like um whatever the things that goldfish live in a fishbowl yeah fishbowl thank you <laughs> thank you i don't know why it was that that word i got you back man i got you back thank no you worries. and uh he's like i can't talk to him and anyways it was it was actually it was clearly a throwback to uh right, to aquaman right. whatever right? right 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 so but yeah okay so let's uh let's let's hear your uh your your grading 
on my this grade one. on Shazam. Yeah. You know what? I I uh, I was very close to giving this movie a ten. Like I was so okay. close. I was so close. But I'm I'm i you know on, upon further thought, I do. I, I do feel like there are a couple of just tiny little things in the story that I wish were were written a little more, and they could actually be fixed in sequels. Honestly, you could you could go back and add details okay. uh, to fix my to fix my little tiny problems with the 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 plot. But uh, or but um, so I'm definitely I, I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give okay. it a nine and a ten. All right. Uh, and, and and once again, it's 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 probably in, it's definitely in my top five superhero movies of all time. And probably in my top ten films of all time. Oh. Although I don't really, I don't really maintain those lists meticulously. Yeah, but I, I, but my gut feeling is, if I were to make that list right now, I would definitely put it in there. You would put Shazam in top five. That that's right. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Um, so I again, I really did enjoy this film. I I thought it was. It was it was a breath of fresh air when it comes to um, DC. Um, yeah. Like I said, I really i I really liked Wonder Woman. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked Aquaman. I had my I had my issues with Aquaman. There was a few parts in it that I was just like, meh. But anyways, overall, I did like it. Um, I would definitely put this above uh, like those films if we're if we're going to talk about. Yep. Um, uh, the solo films anyways i guess yeah. uh yeah. i would go with a, a hard eight uh um yeah eight out of ten for me for uh Shazam! <laughs> so yeah um very very uh, very colorful very fun um good characters great acting i really dug how they brought in the shazam family at the end there um yeah no it was it was good it was it was a fun time and you said it you said it by the way uh oh did i (laughs) sorry my bad family at the end yes (laughs) who by the way another big surprise for me Mm -hmm. um when when they turn into superheroes they all are a new cast as well yeah so um well they have to right (laughs) Uh, the big surprise for me uh, in that moment was Adam Brody as Freddy mm-hmm. uh, in in superhero version. I I have I feel like I haven't seen Adam Brody in anything since the OC, which okay. was one of my fa- which was one of my favorite shows okay. uh, back back in the day. Yes. Uh, so seeing Adam Brody in a superhero outfit with with big fake, fake muscles was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the 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 third act when we actually get the the the. <laughs> family uh, so much fun so yeah. much fun because yeah. it, it turns it turns from a, a single superhero for a film into a team superhero film and um and and again we love all these characters so much because they're so lovable that yeah. when they get their superpowers and they they're like we have so much fun with them yeah no i agree absolutely yeah. and i like how like even like the um i can't remember the little black girl's name but she she like the the adult version just played the little girl so well as well when when she was like yes yeah i can't remember her lines but yeah you could totally see the i'm little... a good sister i'm a good yeah. sister darla <laughs> dudley is the character's name okay. uh, the actress the actress's name is faith herman yeah and i, I love her i love her yeah like no, she, she was so she, good in that she film. doesn't even have that many lines she probably has like maybe eight lines yeah. in the whole movie but every time she is so adorable yeah. she's so real 
you you believe her she and you want to hug her. Yeah, she is definitely the one character in the film that you believe that you know what I mean. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. I also loved I also loved her foster brother Eugene uh, Ian Chen, the oh, little yeah, yeah. the little, the little, little yeah, um, <clears throat> like such distinct characters, but so real. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, can't say enough about 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 the <laughs> and and Zachary Levi. Yeah, a re- a revelation to me. You know, like I've never been a fan. I didn't hate him or anything, but I never mm. followed. I never really. I never really. I didn't watch his show, Chuck. Um, okay, but um. Damn, does he pull this off when 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 he is in superhero form as mm-hmm. as <laughs> you believe you believe he's he's, he is fourteen year old Billy yeah, Batson. Uh, you believe he's the same kid as Asher Angel was just playing, yeah. and and you believe every moment of the dialogue when he's trying out his superpowers yeah. when he's when he's interacting with his family trying to pretend like he's not really Billy Batson like he's really this this superhero because they don't know who he is yet yeah, um yeah. he's like Zachary Levi is a pretty damn good actor yeah no, he was great i, I he, he didn't pull me out of that out of that character at all i never thought it was dumb silly yeah. he was funny Funnier than Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. I'm sorry. I'm oh, going to say it. Really? Okay. I, I, to a me, Zachary Levi. Different type Levi, of humor, Different type different of humor. Type, for sure. For so, sure. But yeah. but you're still you're still making fun of all of these superhero tropes yeah. throughout the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and to me, uh, Ryan Reynolds is is fine, but Zachary Levi, um, I, I'm way more into it. I, I believe it more. I'm okay. with it more. Um, I, I'm loving it. Yeah. Another another quick scene uh, that I just wanted to uh, to talk about was when they when he goes into the uh, into the store and he's like, "I'll have your finest beer, please." And right. then they show them outside, the right? Yeah. yeah, and then they show them outside and they take a sip and they immediately like spit it out. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was great. Like, yeah. obviously, obviously, a fourteen year old kid is not going to like the taste of beer, and you yeah, kind of expected. Sure. I expected Shazam. Oh, I mean Shazam. <laughs> yeah. My there bad. You uh, there you go. To to chug it, but meanwhile, he was spitting it right there with him. Like, I thought well, that was great. I thought that was ab- really well done. Absolutely, and yeah. then and then right, right in that same that kind of same section of the movie, what you get, um, you get um, Shazam. You get, and 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 his sidekick Freddy um, exploring his exploring his superpowers, trying to figure out what they can do with it. Yeah. And he does he does the shit that I would have done at fourteen years old. Yeah. He uses he uses it to to pull money out of the ATM. Yeah. yeah. He uses it to go to the strip club. Yes, that's another uh, thing we, uh, that I wanted to talk about too, which I thought was great. <laughs> such a it's such a such a great moment. Yeah. Right? He so he comes out of the strip club eating a chick eating a chicken wing and yeah. saying oh, we need to, we need to get more money. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly what look is exactly what I would have done yeah, if yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't know if that plays against the whole pure of heart thing, but uh, yeah, I, he enough. does he does prove he's pure of heart. He yeah. resists the seven ten. So um, okay, so um, we talked a little bit briefly before we start recording, and. Um, so Black Adam is uh, is a go now. Is greenlit. Um, yeah. So the Rock, the, the Rock has already been cast. That happened, I think, years ago. Yeah. So it was rumored that he was going to pull a cameo in this film, but uh, obviously that didn't happen. Did not happen. The Rock right. does not appear. All right. So, uh, but yeah, no. He reported on. Uh, I think it was his Instagram that uh, shooting will start within a year. 
which uh, is great news. Yeah. Is great news. The yeah. Black Adam character, like I said, is is mentioned in the film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they do they do talk about how he how he uh, released the seven deadly sins way back in the past and it was a disaster for earth. Yeah. Um, so, um, he's an ancient character. He's a, a, he's a very dark, very evil character and is going to be played by the rock. Yeah. I, so if, if we get a script that's half as good as we did in this film, yeah. uh, that could be like the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the rock is really hot in Hollywood right now. So, okay. So are we, are we, uh, are we done with, uh, Shazam? Um, I, 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 I don't know. Are you I mean, with Shazam! Because, <laughs> um, well, well, sure, we can move on, but uh, I, I, let's just put a point. Let's put a put put a pin in it and and just tell everybody. Look, if you like superhero movies, um, even if you don't really love, if you're like kind of sick of like all the superhero movies you've been seeing, yeah. um, yeah, this this is a really really fun, really different. Um, really heartwarming yeah. and and emotional story that uh, I think there's something for in it, in it for everybody. I think it, I think it rises above the level of of comic book fare, and and it's just a great family movie that most people should see. Yeah, Shazam! Boom! Done. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's how Boom Done works. <laughs> Uh shit. The Joker trailer. The Joker trailer the jo- came oh, out last God. week. Oh, goodness, that's right. Uh what did you think about the Joker trailer? Uh the Joker trailer blew me away. Yes. Kev. Yes. Uh, and and I know I I I'm all DC love today. I I don't want to be a I don't want to be a total DC mark and just let's, let's talk and just about act it. like everything they do <laughs> is the best, but come on. Yeah. This trailer um it it feels like uh 1970s Martin Scorsese. Yeah. It feels like Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver, yeah. Um it, so uh one thing I, I said to you, uh I know uh Scorsese was attached to it when it was first uh in production. Yeah. Apparently he's not anymore. Cause uh, remember, I was saying uh, that's probably why it felt like that is because right. I thought he was just a, I thought he was a producer. No, he's yeah, not no, I looked it up because uh, apparently, I guess he's not attached to it anymore. So I don't know. I think originally, it's definitely, it's definitely they definitely pay homage to him. Yes, yeah, it feels like yeah. it. Um, because originally he wanted Leonardo DiCaprio to uh, to play him, play the Joker. Yeah, right. So I guess when he didn't get Leo, maybe he dropped out. I guess. That's maybe, my guess. Maybe. That's my guess, right? So maybe. And, can, and you know what? I was just thinking. Now that you mentioned that, Leo in this trailer instead of Joaquin Phoenix, maybe, maybe I would even be more excited uh, about this movie. Uh, but, well, but I've... that that doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there because I am so excited. Yeah. Uh, like Joaquin Phoenix looks awesome in this trailer. Oh yeah, I think he looks great. Um, and and they show his evolution quite clearly yeah. from from like a guy who's just working as like a as a clown trying to make a living like a yeah. street clown yeah. uh, and 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 his like descent into madness and his evolution into into the full joker outfit yeah. um i even like, honest, i even like how ahead. they uh they have little things with her with his mom like he's yeah. like yeah uh, like i wasn't expecting no, it, in this film to go like, that deep like, Right, like with Joker, you don't expect a true personal origin story, right? Yeah. But you are getting a very personal, intimate look at Joker, Joker's origin story in yeah. this movie yeah. from what from what this trailer shows. Um, and yeah, a tragic relationship. This is what I want to talk about with with uh, Captain Sparklefingers as well. Um, 
Because DC, DC, I think DC does something more than Marvel, which is all of their characters mm-hmm. seem to need to have uh, parental trauma in their right. origins, right? right? You're right. There's, al- they, there's always a hard focus yeah. on some childhood trauma involving the parents yeah. for a DC character. Like every single DC character yeah. has except for par- Wonder Woman, except for Wonder Woman. Uh, no, but you know, no, she was. That, yeah, she was she, a, did, she didn't know who her real father that's was, right, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And her, her her parentage was kept a secret from her, and that was yeah. part of her part of her story was finding that out, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the, and true to form, they're doing this with the Joker, yeah. and he's got he's got this twisted relationship with his with his mother, who obviously looks like she was mentally ill or ailing, yeah. and he had to take care of her. I don't know. I, I call it the relationship twisted. I don't mean that because they don't really show that it's twisted, but but the, like the, the, the whole trailer feels twisted, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, like I'm so excited uh, for this movie. Robert yeah. De Niro. Robert De Niro is in it, and it looks like um, they're put they're they're making a callback to um, his film from the '70s, uh, The Comedian. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, did, I did hear something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which a film yeah. I've never seen actually. Um, I feel like I might have seen it when I was a yeah. kid, but I want, I want to rewatch it now, just basically on my excitement for this Joker trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I was I was a doubter when they first announced this project. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's there's too much going on with Joker in DC, um, and and I and this and this idea that the Joker because we got Jack Nicholson's Joker and we got Heath Ledger's Joker and they kind of elevated the character to kind of like a higher artistic plane almost. Right. And I thought you can't force that. You can't try and recreate that. You can't try and, and force it to that higher artistic plane. And I, and it was obvious that that that's what they were doing here. Mm -hmm. And you know what, this trailer completely erased all of my reservations Okay. Uh, um, I mean, I love the way DC takes creative risks. Like, a, like Marvel is great in, in that all of these films feel like they're all like the same world, and they feel like the same color palettes, and and you know, um, it, it feels like the comic books just in film form. Mm-hmm. But D, but DC, DC is not afraid to make everything feel a little bit different from everything else. To like saturate the color palette, yeah. or to or to suck the colors out of the color palette, just to mm-hmm. to like to like. To take to take visual risks to to give you moments that stand out rather than making everything always feel like it's con- congruous. Right. And to me, yeah, I do like DC a little bit better. I am a little bit of a DC mark, and that's kind of why. And uh, and I feel like that's what we're getting in this Joker movie. We're getting we're getting an like this 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 extra creative uh, effort. Oh. Um, and um, the story of this Joker movie, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit because I know a little bit about it now based okay. on what I've. Heard heard since the trailer um right. uh originally i thought maybe it wasn't going to be in gotham because the original uh photos we got had actual new york like street signs in them and stuff okay but it is gotham city um it's awesome um apparently the the bad guy the main like antagonist in this film is thomas wayne bruce wayne's dad really okay i did yes. not know that All so right. he, he plays like the like a rich corporate oppressor right yeah, like yeah. He, you could tell Joker is the everyman. He's a poor guy struggling in the world, yeah. trying to make his trying to make his way, trying to get more for himself. And Thomas Wayne represents, like obviously, like the wealthy, the haves yeah. against the have-nots, right? Right, right. Uh, so we are going to 
we're going to feel empathy for the Joker and we're going to feel like Thomas Wayne is the bad guy. But uh, uh, Bruce Wayne is actually in this movie. There's actually a scene in this trailer of the Joker and Bruce Wayne at Wayne Manor talking to each other through the fence. And mm. and the, the Joker reaches through and he touches Bruce Wayne's face and he turns his lips into a smile. Right. Okay. I didn't realize that was Bruce Wayne. That is Bruce Wayne. That's okay. Gotham. That is Wayne Manor. And so... So, so at first, that was another one of my fears that we were getting a Joker movie without any Batman in it. Clearly, clearly we are showing a parallel origin here between Joker and Batman. Their origins are going to be happening on screen kind of at the same time almost. Right. Um, right. So one of my uh, biggest fears from, uh, from hearing this, uh, this movie like being made from like, what was it a year ago? Um, and this completely squashes like everything I was fearing, but, um, I was afraid that they just released suicide squad and they had a Joker in that film, Jared Leto. And I was, I was, uh, kind of concerned that this film would confuse the audience. Right. Okay. I'm not talking about like comic book nerds. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your average movie gore. And, I know what you mean. Yeah, so I was afraid. like, like the way, like the way Star Wars movies are shot out of sequence. And if you're not a Star Wars fan, exactly. you're like, "What's going on here?" Right. Just right. like how, like, well, even some of some of my friends who call call themselves like hardcore Star Wars fans, they couldn't. They they thought Rogue One was was uh, was supposed to take place in the same timeline as the new films. Right. Right. Like, right. Really. Right. <laughs> right no like, exactly you know the mean? same thing right yeah. like well, i went i went to see rogue one with like my wife and her sister and my wife's sister was like what what do you how come they didn't blow up the death star in this movie yeah. you mean they're not they're not even gonna blow up the death star in this movie yeah and i and i'm like okay i see how casual star wars fans might have an issue with timelines here yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah no that was my biggest concern um because i was like why would they not like make a like put jared leto in there and tell the origin story of jared jared leto Mm -hmm. but now that now that i've seen this trailer i'm glad they didn't do that i think yaklin i can never say his name yaklin phoenix um joaquin 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 phoenix i think he's he's nailing it i yeah yeah i feel like definitely a better choice than jared leto absolutely i feel like he might even who knows he might get an oscar nod for this like he's nailed yeah. this character if the so, movie is as good as this trailer yeah, yeah i agree no, i agree i agree absolutely. well the movie could be complete shit and he could still get a nod if his acting's right, good right right, right. but right. um but yeah no who knows because uh i think he he nailed this character as far as i can tell right right, right yeah right. um yeah no i'm looking at the imd page imdb page for the joker movie mm-hmm. and they actually they actually credit the actors as thomas wayne and bruce wayne okay from the trailer yeah. okay nice so that's okay. confirmed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? Um, go, I'll, I'll, I'll take you even one step further, Kev, since you mentioned the Oscars. I'm going to say uh, I think that this film may be a sincere attempt to get um, Best Picture, uh, to be the first comic book movie to win Best Picture Okay. Uh, at the Oscars. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know that that's going to happen, obviously, but yeah. I have a feeling that maybe that's, that's part of the angle here is that we're shooting for that with this film because it looks – it, it it does really look like a lot of Oscar uh, Oscar uh, award winning movies from the past. Yeah, no, you're and, right. No, you're right. Yeah. I can't dispute yeah. that. No. That's so my, my my hype for Joker very high, very okay. high. Can't wait. All right, excellent. So uh, 
Did you, uh, okay. So I sent you a clip from, uh, end game today. Yeah. So, um, uh, you were, uh, we were talking a little bit online. Would you, uh, would you think about that? That's a five minute scene that I have, I have heard described many times already because it's been shown to press at, at certain uh, conventions and stuff. Okay. Um, so, so, uh, certain like podcasters have, have already described that scene, like, yeah, word for word. So I, I already, I'd already heard. It. I already felt like I'd seen it already. Um, okay. It, it is a great scene though, and I, and I think that more of it should be in the trailer. A bunch of parts of it are in the trailer, but, but you get the the full Avengers team who is present at that part of the film. And yeah. I think it's very. It looks like it's very early in the film, and it's it's right after Captain Marvel arrives, um, and it's just it's still getting to know everybody, still introducing herself basically. But but they sh- they're immediately talking about let's go get Thanos, let's go get Thanos, mm-hmm. and. And it really is kind of an exciting scene where, like, okay, the Avengers, we're seeing the Avengers regroup and get ready to go back and and take on Thanos again. Um, I, I felt like it's a great scene, and I think I feel I felt like you could have just made that scene itself the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And 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 hype would have been massive. Yeah, well, the hype's yeah. going to be massive regardless. Yeah, already it is. Yeah, obviously, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did uh, speaking of Endgame, did you uh, did you score a ticket? Not yet, no. I, okay. I'm not. I'm not really an early ticket guy. I'll, I'll go yeah. probably you know, second or third day. But I okay. Because um, we're definitely gonna have to do a show based did. on that one. But oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, no. I got you my know. I got my ticket for the Thursday night, so cool. I'm cool. excited. Cool. And while we're, I guess, while we're talking about what's coming up, um, mm-hmm. this Sunday uh, is the, uh, the, 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 the. It's probably one of the biggest events in my life. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Game of Thrones Season 8 finally begins! <laughs> so our six-week extravaganza of Game of Thrones coverage <laughs> is about to start every week. I'm going to be reviewing uh, the new episode of Game of Thrones. We're going to have some guests on to get reactions from other people. And uh, we're going to go nuts. Step in hell! <laughs> So, have you lined up anybody for the first episode yet? That's what. Uh, uh, no, no, we're not going to go. We're not going to have guests every week. So, okay. Well, there's going to be six weeks of shows. Um, I'll probably have guests on a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, for the for the otherwise, I mean, other than that, it'll be me and you reviewing it because you're going to watch it with me, even though you're not a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. yeah. You're you're give me your like your like non fan review every yes. week, and I'm going to do my review, and that's going to take up enough time that, uh, you know, uh, we don't want the shows to be two hours long. But yeah, um, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and then, and then after the series, after the season ends, obviously, I'll probably want to do a couple of episodes. We're going to bring back our panel of cosplay heroines. Yes, who, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Deadpool predictions with, yeah. and we're going to talk. We're going to talk about how we all did in the Deadpool, and then how what what we all thought of the season. I have I have other friends, other Game of Thrones fans that I want to bring on too. But this is my friend Johnny Mac, who I haven't talked about yet, uh, from England. Okay. Um, Bring on an English Game of Thrones fan because I feel like they probably have a unique perspective on it because the world of Game of Thrones is very British um, mm. and it's it's kind of set in England and Europe in a fantasy version of it, kind of like like Tolkien. Mm. Um, so I want to talk about that. And um, you, you know what? In the middle of all of that, we got Avengers Endgame. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? We have a, a schedule ahead of us for the next couple of months that is jam-packed with, with a lot of fun stuff to talk about. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing uh, I wanted to ask you real quickly is uh, Hellboy comes out this weekend. Are you going to get a chance to run Hellboy. out to the theater and catch that? Uh- I, I am gonna see Hellboy. I'm not gonna be in a. I'm not gonna probably you know be in a panic to see it early. Yeah, okay. Uh, 
I'm kind I, of in I, the same boat. Uh, I'm, curious, I'm, I'm curious about Hellboy. Yeah, I'm, same here. Same here. Yeah. Um, I I was not a huge Hellboy fan, but I enjoyed the Ron Perlman Hellboys. Yes, yeah, I, I I enjoy Guillermo del Toro's work, so that's also why I, I, I watch those movies. So we'll see. New director, new writer, new Hellboy. We'll see if we get something that feels familiar, yeah. or if we, if we get a reinvention, something closer to the comic. Yeah, uh, um, which is what uh, I would like to see a reinvention. I don't want to see the same shit. Yeah. Right? So. But yeah. apparently, apparently, there's no love story in this one. Apparently, um, this this director has decided that Hellboy can't have a relationship with a human female. Um, so uh, that is not going to be an element in this one. Um, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. We'll get more of an action movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So one last question. That's the end. Oh, Janet, are we here already? Are we here? <laughs> I don't know, I unless, suppose, you, have, I unless you have anything else you want to discuss. Uh, well, you know what? I just want to tell everybody, make sure you go and see... Shazam! Because it really it, is. Yeah, it really was a fun movie. Um, yeah, I can't stress enough how much I, I really dug it, too. But again, I still feel that you should keep those under 10s at home. Okay, ten and above. Ten and above. Ten and above. Kids. Ten and above. Um, Take your kids, and they will be they will be Captain Sparkle Fingers fans for life. I promise you. <laughs> they'll be I running. Promise. They'll be running around the house yelling Shazam! Like I was. Just like I am. <laughs> Just like I. Am. There you go. All right, my brother. All right, brother. Well, that does it for episode six. As always, I am Jeremy Dove. And I am Kevin Evans. And this has been You Old for this podcast. Thank, and <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Shazam! review. Shazam! Who does?